Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
joining me this morning, uh, Grand Rising. It is Monday, October 23rd. It is October is almost over with. It'll be November and then December and it's going to be super cold and we just learn how to deal with it, right? <laughs> We're in Chicago. We should be used to it by now. Today is Monday, October 23rd. Happy Earth Day, birthday, born day. If you're celebrating a birthday, we're celebrating here with you. As we're always here just to start your week off with a, a mindfulness stretch release session. Yes, coming up at 7.15, so get ready. Call somebody, text, them, text somebody, and let them know we're going to teach you how to release some stress today. Uh, let us always keep in prayer the sick and the shut-in, those who are in need, and Lord, the war that's going on in this world is already happening, and the biggest war is the war within is to keep peace. The leaders of this country say that uh, peace, war is a good thing. No, it's not, because you're killing people. So, I don't agree with that, but that's just my opinion. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I want to send a shout-out to my girl, Dr. Marsha Noble of Jazz and You, uh, the Educational Foundation in which he has um, a not a tournament, but a gathering, a social gathering every third Saturday of the month at Ellis Park on 35th and Cottage Grove. Be it with chess and stepping and bopping. All I can do is be it with, but you can go on my uh, uh, other channels to see it on YouTube, High Learning TV Show. It's there. So be sure and go check that out. Today's topic... Did I, did I say happy birthday? No, I didn't. Happy birthday, birthday, born day, if you're celebrating a birthday. And happy birthday to my big sister, uh, Vivian Bradley, a.k.a. Creasy. Uh, she's in her, I think she turned 78 on Wednesday. 23rd? Yeah. Yeah, on Wednesday. So it'll be uh, 80, not, what did I say? 70. 78, she'll be 78 years, 78 years, yeah, so happy birthday, sis, happy birthday, birthday, born day, and happy birthday, birthday, born day, if you're celebrating a birthday, too, <coughs> excuse me, and thank you very much for reminding me to turn my uh, audio up, if you are watching online, uh, let us know what city, state, or country that you're watching us from. And if you'd like to call in after the 7.30 break, you can do that, and I'll give you that number later. But right now, you can watch us on our social, excuse me, uh, social media channels on Facebook and YouTube, and that is the Higher Learning TV Show on both of those. And uh, be sure and check out my, my uh, uh, Instagram channel. Um, Actually, it's not my channel, but it is the channel that we use. Well, I guess it is my channel. It's the, the channel that we use to showcase the work that we're doing in the community for uh, the homeless, and I will pull that up for you shortly. But right now, I just want to remind you to set those DVRs for um, Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 to see the Higher Learning Network TV show. Uh, and you can always see it online, 24-7, at Higher Learning TV Show on Facebook and YouTube. If you are headed out and about today, just know that it's Monday and know that it is um, quite hectic outside because everybody's in a, in a rush to get somewhere on Monday morning. We call that Monday morning madness. <laughs> 
because the time that you spend in traffic, I know this sounds crazy, but you could very well be listening to something soothing. How can you do that in the midst of the madness on expressway? Well, you just have to get quiet and trust that you'll be where you need to be when you need to be there. Just that simple. And if you don't believe it, then you probably won't be there. So, uh, but I'll show you something very shortly. But right now it is time for your traffic report, which is sponsored by Karen Kelly of iText.com. If you are an um, owner, uh, entrepreneur, a business owner, and you have products or services to offer the community, why? Okay. Uh, you can join itex.com by simply becoming a member, and you get a $100 uh, gift certificate, I guess you could call it that, where you can go shopping immediately. So you do not have to worry about spending any money your first go-round. How cool is that? So that's all you have to do. And that's itex.com. And be sure and tell them that Karen Kelly sent you. Right about now, let's uh, check out this crazy traffic. Sponsored by HighTech.com. We're looking to go to Jamaica, so if you can go anywhere, Jamaica, Hawaii, Vegas, Mexico, wherever you want to go, in Greece. Everybody's trying to go to Greece, so, well, because it's such a beautiful country, so that's available for you, too. So as we take a look at Metro and CTA, there are no reported delays, but on the Kennedy inbound is another story, honey, 40 minutes in, 30 minutes on the reverse. On the Edens, 25 minutes in, 19 out, uh, that earlier accident has been cleared up. On the Eisenhower, it's 38 minutes in. There's an accident at Costner Avenue, and it's 24 minutes on the outbound. On the Stevenson, it's all of the show. It's over an hour getting in and 30 minutes out due to an accident. It's closed at Central Avenue to California. The state uh, police are there. On the Dan Ryan is accident at Roosevelt, so it's 41 minutes inbound, 21 out. And uh, on the Bishop 40, 11 in, 9 out, and Dusable Lakeshore Drive. It is 10 minutes in and 9 minutes out. And that's your traffic and weather sponsored by Karen Kelly of itex.com. And if you are... Ready for your Monday morning mindfulness meditation? We begin the meditation with a powerful affirmation, a prayer, I would like to say. And that comes from Brother Mike House. And Brother Mike House is a fellow journalist that is. that shares his spiritual side. And so that is something that I want to share with you right after this quick message. And does it want to play? Then book your free 30-minute consultation with Zelda Speaks, the Mindfulness Stress Relief Coach, at higherlearningnetwork.org. Are you stressed out? 
Are you ready to learn some quick techniques on how to de-stress immediately? Free 30-minute consultation with Zelda Speaks, the Mindfulness Stress Relief Coach at HigherLearningNetwork.org. Thanks for sharing. Your inspiration for the day comes from Mike House, and it's called Mind Sound Check. You know, we have a sound check with uh, audio equipment, but we need a mind sound check, too. It is time to do a mind sound check to determine if you are operating more under a digital mindset. Check your awakening and daily moments. Mm. Do you wake up looking for your devices or do you start your day in prayer, meditation, and or silent time? Let's examine a full day and watch how we go about our day using devices. We give thanks for the Internet and its speed in providing us with important, accurate, and timely information. However, we must remember that The Internet is not our source of truth. God is our source of truth. All truth is information. All truth information is accurate all the time and any time. We are connected to our source by way of interconnection through prayer, meditation, and the practice of being in silence. The practice of being in silence. Check your mind today and discover how grounded you are in God as the source of all things and truth information. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ who was, who though he existed in the form of God. And that's from Philippians 2, 5, and 6. And that is your Monday morning mindfulness inspiration from Brother Mike House. And we thank you for joining us this morning and preparing for your Monday morning mindful meditation. So you know what that means, right? Yep. It is time for you to sit back and relax and begin the process with me of stress relief. And we're simply going to breathe in. is you have to take long, deep breaths, okay? Alrighty. So let us begin the process of breathing in and breathing out and have a little nature sound moving in the background. Do you want to play or do you want to stay? I guess it wants to stay. So sit 
sit up straight in your chair, feet flat on the floor, nothing in your hands, nothing in your heart, but nothing but love and peace. Because you need peace, because the world wants to go to war. How about you? All right. Grand Rising, thank you for closing your eyes. You should not be looking at me, but the inside As you breathe in. Through the nose, taking a deep breath, feeling that chest expand, and blow it out. And the purpose of this exercise is to rest times of chaos and confusion, so you just can't watch. Let's breathe in. Hold it. And exhale, blow it out. You breathe. Try, but you can get it anywhere because it was made. So, hold it and breathe out. And continue breathing in, breathing out, doesn't matter if we're breathing together. Top of the ear, not in the hole, but in the top of the ear. 
vagus nerve. Stick your hand in there down, especially if you've never done it before. Vagus nerve is there in the ear, so you can maintain the breathing. Rub the back of your neck. Grab nervous run down that runs all through the body, so just massage yourself. Give yourself some love this Let us breathe in. Bring the energy of the breath up through the forehead, down through the face. As we breathe out, sending more love, light, and energy down. energy down through eyes and the knees. Yes, love, those glorious knees and whatever part of your body is talking to you this morning. Energy down through the legs. Because this cause, this cause, this cause is working as we breathe in. Without sending more love, light, and energy down to and the arches. Toes, yes, wiggle those toes. Bringing more love, light, and energy back up through the toes and the feet. See, we wiggle. back up from the face. Power. Self 
first to us as women we have a tendency to put ourselves last anymore it's me first on the airplane better put somebody else on that's right put your mask on put your breath on and their act you respond and they're gonna look at you like you done lost your last man and you blow it out walk on your breath like some onions or some garlic or you forgot to brush your teeth baby back they will leave you, I promise you. You'll step back anyway. And what that does is allows you the opportunity to gather. To gather the power. Connect with that power that is within you that nobody can break. But you allow them to. And the breath is what keeps you centered. Remember that. They grow up. You grow up. And you have issues. We have issues. It's called issues in our tissues. And that's something that shows up as addictions, as, um, what's the word, uh, trauma, um, triggers. Because last week we talked about the fact that I was triggered in a conversation where they were talking about chopping cotton. And I will be joined by executive producer Naima Latif coming up shortly. And I had to stop myself and ask myself the question, what was going on in me that triggered me? And, and I thought about How, when I was 10, 11, somewhere around a year, I thought about how I was treated very badly. And that thought 
I grew up with. It never left me. It was embedded in the tissues in my body. So therefore, anytime somebody said something, especially chopping cotton, my mind went there. But this time, I didn't go there. I didn't react. I responded. And the, re- and the difference is reacting is like you're a knee-jerk. You just respond. But I, re- I mean react. But I responded by not reacting. And that is the challenge. So I didn't react, but I thought about it. And then I let the conversation continue. And then I told Naima that that's what was happening with me. And she's like, ooh, you do a show on that. And I was like, ooh, I guess I will. Especially since my... Um, uh, prior guest had an emergency. She had to cancel. So that took care of that. So it's like, wow, ooh, I get a chance to do this. All right. So that's exactly what I am going to do. So that's what we're talking about this morning. So um, if you would um, be so kind to remember that everything that you need to know about the Higher Learning Network um, and the work that we do here is available on our Instagram page. It, well, a- actually, it's, it's available on um, um, the higherlearningnetwork.org. And on there, you will see information uh, that would benefit you, so be sure and, and check out the resources. Right now, I just want to show you the uh, program excuse me, not the program, the uh, work that we do on uh, for the homeless. And if you go to our YouTube, excuse me, Instagram page, it's uh, hln.homeless.project, you'll see the work that we do. And I want to thank you for all of you who send in donations. We could not do it without you. There's, there's my hubby, Tony helping. But you can just take a look at this. This is just a little bit of the work that we do. Uh, let me pull that up for you. Oh, what a blessing to be a videos there, and that's just one of them, but you can, you can check them out and, and see for yourself. Ain't no more what? Yes, it is. Milk and cereal right here. Oh, and thank you, eaachicago.org, for the donations, the donuts, the, the snacks, the uh, the fruit. eaachicago.org, we work with the Chicago Food Depository, and this is just uh, some of the, the goodies that they gave. We've got milk and cereal, so that was, that was really nice. So I just wanted to share that with you. So go to our Instagram page, hln.homeless.project, and you will see all of that information here. Thank you so very much, uh, Deborah, um, Deborah Smith, for why is it taking so long to come down? For uh, being a, a light, 
to being a, a conscious person for helping those in need. And, you know, it just really pisses me off. I hate to say it like that, but it does. Because you know all these immigrants are here, and we were born here, and we can't get the services. They're finding them housing, clothing vouchers, food, uh, money. They're going to give them, uh, uh, pay their rent for three months. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, question is, what are we going to do about it? In a peaceful way, at that. So I just wanted to share that with you. And if you are um, so inclined to donate to the higherlearningnetwork.org, we appreciate you. Oh, thank you, um, Brother Andrew Nelson Bay, for those uh, sweet potato pies. You keep them coming. They love the pies because they, they love something sweet. And uh, someone else uh, donated something. Anyway, uh, excuse me if I can't remember the exact uh, names, but thank you for those donations. Uh, we accept uh, donations via PayPal, uh, Venmo, um, what are the other ones? Um, Lord, you would think I know. Cash App, Lord have mercy, can't remember. Okay, uh, Cash App is Zelda Speaks, and the number two, Venmo is Higher Learning Network, NFP. Zell, you have to email me because I have to send you the, send you the information. And for PayPal, Higher Learning NW at yahoo.com and anytime you can't remember you can always go to my blog zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com or you can always call me too you know that works too at uh, on the hotline which is 312-409-6619 and right about now we are going to our first break and when we come back we will be joined by our very own uh, executive producer, Naima Latif. She'll be joining us. But in the meantime, in between time, I will share this with you and hope that you share it with someone as well. <coughs> live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, 
frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death? Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African American Psychic Trauma. Thank you for joining us back here on The Female Solution on and the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 and 24-7 on our YouTube channel that you're watching right now, Higher Learning TV show. And thank you so much, Clara Hubbard, my senior talk with Clara Hubbard, watching from Indianapolis, Indiana. Good morning, my beloved Zelda. Good morning, my beloved Clara. Thank you so much for joining the conversation this morning. It is an honor to be among the living this morning because as a child coming up, I was told you don't want to get old. And now that I am a seasoned citizen, I'm very grateful to know this young woman because of the work that she's doing for seniors. I applaud you. Yes, my sister, keep up the good work because somebody has to look out for us. Because the children, maybe not so much. So I just thought I would share that with you. Thank you. And if you're watching, and we know you are, uh, feel free to type in what city, state, or country that you're watching us from. It has uh, come to my attention that that which we 
most of what we, of what we we do in life we've been programmed, and from my days working in in secular uh, radio, well, actually I was working at Gospel Radio thirteen ninety, um, the FM. The AM channel for WGCI, and every Monday morning at nine o'clock, there's a sales meeting, and there's also a meeting with the program director, and they get together to put a list together. As already the list was done the week before, because you know people plan out twenty years. When we plan a week ahead, they're planning twenty years for us. Okay. But but my point is that they have programs in place for us to listen to. And we wonder why you hear that song and it's like, oh, that's my song. Yeah, because we've been programmed to hear that over and over again and that's my song. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, we all got a song. But the fact is, I just want you to be aware of how programming is affecting us. And that's why we still have issues in our tissues. And this is from my very first book, The Passion Principles. Yeah, notice the high top fade. Uh, uh, yeah, I figured you would. Okay, anyway. I wrote this book in 1997, and I dedicated The Passion Principles, uh, Pathways for Purpose, Power, and Profit. I dedicate that to the readers because we are under the spell or rule, if you want to call it, of those who of the channels that we watch. And they put my book, the Library of Congress put my book in the occult section. I was like, why would they do that? And it dawned on me that there's information in here that will take you out of the programming that you're currently in. It's a process. It don't happen overnight. But they don't want you to be in control of your thoughts. They want you to use the program thoughts that you've been trained with. Go to school, get a job, get a, uh, go to school, get education, get a good job. That's over with. That's history, honey. People are not doing that anymore. They are staying at home and doing what they do with their natural God gifts and, uh, and a talents and abilities. So, but let me share with you. This is from uh, Chapter 2, which starts at page 39, but I want to read to you from page 42. We have to know what's acceptable in our lives, what we can live with, and what we can't live without. I accept the fact that I will probably won't always have the latest technology and PCs to meet my needs. I can live with that. But as I become more aware of the conditioning, the programming that already exists in my life, I have to ask myself the question, is this something I need or is this something I want? If it's not a need, like a basic survival need, food, clothing, shelter, everything else is a desire, a program desire, no less. So let's go to the chapter that talks about, I'm sorry, the same chapter. This section is called Programs, Programmed for Programming the Programmer. Huh? Okay. Just for you and I, the few, the proud, and the programmed. Case scenario. A young girl grows up in a foreign country, brought here by her ancestors to live along, to live among the new foreigners. None of the people that she came in contact with outside of her family environment look, speak, or act like she. While growing up, she goes to the local school where she has to contend with being called out of her name because she doesn't have pretty clothing, long, flowing, curly hair. Or candy money, let alone lunch money. She's lucky to be in school at all. The young girl is afforded conditional acceptance based on how she fits with the program. 
this program was already in high gear upon her arrival, and the fact that she was allowed to maybe fit in was further programming. As she grew older and saw less and less of images in the media that depicted what she saw in the mirror on a daily basis, she began to dislike herself even more because she did not fit the mold, the model, or the program. She carried these images with her well into her adult years. She had a family, a little girl, and like she once was herself, and now the cycle continues. The programmed gets to be the programmer. She will program her children, who in turn will program their children. The saga of programming continues. The cycle doesn't stop until someone who is not as programmable stops and maybe scrambles the channels without the assistance of a programmer. One way to do that is to eliminate, excuse me, is to limit yourself from artificial stimuli. What is artificial stimuli? You're on it right now. And that's to say, not all programming is bad, but you have to be selective in your program. Last paragraph. Everything you usually listen to or watch on television is fictitious. Their story, his story, and really does more damage than it does good. And, you know, we all hooked on Netflix, Prime, or somebody. Try doing just the opposite. If you've always watched the evening news, turn off the television and read a chapter from a book. What? Read a book. It still makes books. Uh, yeah. If you stop to think for a moment, what did you really miss? If it's something you really needed to know, someone will call you and tell you about it all the time. People ask me, you didn't hear about something the news? No, you don't watch the news? No, because I know somebody's going to tell me about it. Why do I watch this, this madness? Or you're likely to hear about it in a conversation the next day anyway. I digress. If what you heard did not help you in a way to enhance your life, you were better off without it. The probability of your hearing something on the evening news that will enhance the quality of your life is less, is slightly less than your chance of winning the lottery without a lottery ticket. And you know that's not going to happen, right? So I just want you to think about how the programs that you currently have, I mean, and it goes on, it's on page from 45 to 47, I mean, it's the whole I break it down. I'll put it to you like that. And the next chapter talks about Elroy Smith, program director of our former boss at WGCI. And there's a lot of stories in here from Mary Mitchell. Mary Mitchell was the reason why uh, I included her in the book because she told the story of how she was living, well, not living, working right across the street from the Chicago Sun-Times as a secretary, and she wasn't happy. And she says, I need to be a journalist at the, what, well, just read the book. You'll, you'll understand. And, and unfortunately, it's um, it's not available in print anymore. This is my last book, and I'm not giving it away. But I am going to put it on Kindle, so you can always hit me up, kylearningnetwork.org, and, and uh, if you would like to get a copy of it. And I will share that information with you. But right now, I want to share information with you from our executive director as I look at a couple of comments here. 
excuse me, uh, my sister from another misstep, Vieta Robinson says, Grand Rising, sister, I love the wisdom you're sharing. So important for these days of confusion and deception. Yes, confusion and deception is what is on the agenda. It's part of the programming, remember, to keep us in a state of chaos and confusion. If you did not see soul purpose healing last night, I'm not going to say shame on you because we're not in the shame and blame business. But I am going to say that you deserve to hear what was said last night because it will make you rethink a whole lot of things that's going on in your mind, especially if you are not against, if you are uh, not in favor of this world war uh, that's going on in the world where people are dying. Oh, it just makes me sick. I don't even. I, I digress. Anyway, let us welcome to the stage the executive producer of the Female Solution, and we refer to her as Naima Latif. Take it away, sister, my sister from another mister. The Grand Rising, everybody, and once again, we welcome you to Monday Morning Mindfulness. This is a great opportunity for us to really help people evolve, and uh, if if this fan is a little bit loud, turn it off. Yeah, cause uh, you got you got the fan on and I got the heat on. <laughs> but you have wool on too. I try to dress in something real thin. Yeah, you yeah, know, I'm yeah. trying to be cute here and yeah. here, but at least hot lights burning. Look, 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 looking like a panther getting ready to go do something this morning. <laughs> I love it. You know, this is really a time for us to come out of that state of fear which is how we're manipulated. When people are quick to react and uh, support aggressive actions towards somebody else, it's because they've been programmed, like you say, to fear somebody. They've been programmed to think that someone else is dangerous and needs to be controlled or contained or eliminated. So this program, it is a lifelong thing, especially since the, the, the television age, where we see images that tell us how to think. So now that we have the power to create our own images, the most basic cell phone gives you the power to take pictures, take videos, even edit videos. You can tell your own story. And you can send it out to thousands and thousands of people. So now that we have the power to do that, we have to have the awareness to do it consciously and deliberately, just as it was done to us, just as, like you just pointed out. These things don't happen accidentally. Mm-mm. Those who want to maintain power and control consciously decide what they want to have us think so that we'll respond in the way they want us to respond. Mm-hmm. And if you wonder who's behind things, just follow the money. Who's getting paid? That always answers the question. And when there's a war, the people who get paid are the weapons manufacturers. First and foremost, they sell to both sides. They don't care who wins. As long as the war continues, they get paid. The same people who get paid when the violence erupts in the streets and you have regular civilians not part of an army, just part of the citizenry that has been pushed to a point of panic and they start arming themselves or they start 
to commit acts of crime out of fear that they're not going to be able to survive. And then you have people who become fearful and demand more police. So then we got to manufacture more weapons. The same people are getting paid from our conflict. We have to have the wisdom to choose not to be in conflict. As I was so pleased to hear the story of the people who created the school in which both the Israelis and the Palestinian children are attending, this school that is designed to teach them to grow up as friends so that they will not be able to be manipulated into going to war against each other. We need more of them. We need more schools that teach peace, harmony, unity, and oneness. We're one earth. We're one family. And when we inject that into our education, both in the home and outside the home, all of this madness will end. We'll stop the money flow going to the weapons manufacturers. We'll stop the manipulation being paid to by the mass media, being disseminated by the mass media because they're paid by those who are getting paid from the spread of war. And we'll stop this whole cycle of violence and destruction. We now have the power to do that. So we just have to choose to do it. And the more pain we endure, the more we're going to choose to do that because war isn't fun. It's not fun being shot, not fun being stabbed, it's not fun being blown to bits. So why are we doing that? It's not fun. So let's use our God-given intelligence and choose to make peace among people who've been manipulated to hate each other. The other Shabbat, again, we urge you to go in the archives if you didn't hear it live and listen to how you have people who are programming children to hate other children who they don't know, never seen, but they're giving them images. This is the enemy. You must, you must prepare yourself to fight them and be a hero. All this programming, we need to stop that because it's not going to benefit us at all. And because we're one earth, if you bomb a part of the earth, we're all breathing that same air. Didn't you learn something from COVID? We all breathe in the same air. If you poison one part of the earth, everybody dies. Because everybody's breathing the air to circulate all the day. If the earth turns in the circle, all the air that you poison, eventually you're going to breathe it yourself. So is it intelligent to hurt anybody else? You can't without hurting yourself. These are the principles we have to teach our children and override what the warmog words are teaching so they can keep making money off of our field. Amen. We have the power to do that. So let's use our power and change this world to the way it should be. Because that power lies in us. We always, we've been taught to think that that power comes from them, out there, something right. out there. Power's in here. And they, like you said, it's all a choice. It's a choice. You you choose to believe what you believe. And sometimes, as Dr. Bruce Lipton said, those beliefs uh, make issues in your tissues, just like the conversation we had about the uh, uh, cotton chopping, uh, uh, chopping cotton, the sharecropping issue. We having that conversation. And I was like, 
I can't believe this. I just had a reaction. You know, thoughts going on in my head. It's like you and Ziada, none of the others know what's going on in my head. And I was like, wow, I'm having a reaction. But I didn't have a reaction. I just sat with the thought of the discomfort that I received back in the day. Right. So, so how, how is it that something had happened 50 years ago, more than 50 years ago, how is this still affecting me today? Ooh, baby. Yeah. You wonder why you act the way you act. You wonder why you do the things you do because possibly you haven't sat down long enough to try to figure out what's going on within, why you feel the way you feel. One of the people uh, that I listen to that uh, Viata also listens to, and that's who I uh, found out about, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and also Dr. Uh, Gabor Mate. He's a medical doctor, but he's also... Um, a psychologist, uh-huh. and the things that he teaches, I'll post that information on my blog later, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, so do yourself a favor, and keep, in, and keep in mind that what, what you're learning here today, share it with somebody, because we're all under the same spell, and we're trying to see our way out of this madness. Yeah. Because it's this madness that will keep us in a place we don't want to be longer than we want to be there. So right. Just might want to right. on those you gotta, things. You have to realize when you have things inside of you because of what has happened to you, and everything starts in childhood. That's where the foundation for your personality is laid, your memories, and you can spend a lifetime trying to avoid painful memories. That's what a trigger is. That trigger is that recollection of that painful memory that's still hurting you, even though you haven't thought about it in a long time. Now, I had a friend. It was interesting. Uh, she's about my complexion. And uh, she was, we, were, we were somewhere, and um, you know, we were about to meet another friend who had not met her before. And I had to leave, and I said, uh, well, you know, let me... Uh, you know, tell you what she looks like. You know, she's wearing a, you know, red blouse and, and uh, you know, she's got a head wrap on and she's dark skinned. You know, I'm just talking to her. I mean, I look myself in dark skin, right? And, you know, you know, she's, uh, you know, sitting over at the corner. You know, I'm, I'm explaining everything and I, you know, the dark skin thing just did us, you know, an additional description. But anyway, we're on the phone. I'm getting ready. He said, why did you tell her I was dark skinned? I said, well, you're the same complexion of me. I mean, that's dark, right? I am not dark-skinned. And I'm like, and why are you thinking of that? And she, I mean, she was like really angry about that. And and I'm thinking, and I said, well, what should I say? I'm brown-skinned. I am not dark-skinned. And, you know, and I'm thinking, why is that a, why is that a trigger? And I said, well, whatever. I'm still fine. I told her what, what clothes you had. And so I left. And, you know, but that, that stuff in me, I'm thinking, now, why would she be angry about that? And then, you know, sometime later when we had a, we had a conversation about it, and she was saying uh, she grew up around people, I guess, that, that had what they, they, what do they call that, uh, colorism. Mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the whole light skin, dark skin thing, and mm-hmm. she was talking about how in her classroom, you know, all the little light-skinned girls were always the people's pet, and, you know, and the dark-skinned girls were, were you know, kind of made fun of and all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I'm thinking, okay, that is in her memory. Yes. And so 
me, um, me referring to her as dark skin triggered all of that, and she was offended. And I think about how many of us are still carrying the scars of the colorism of our society because, you know, I went through that as well. We all did. Uh, we do. What what helped me undo the damage was when I went away to school and I met African people. Uh, and a lot of them, they, some of them issues too, but the ones that I met, they loved my dark skin. You know, they thought it was beautiful. Uh, you know, all these men trying to take me out. That erased all of that colorism that I grew up with. And, and really removed, and I understood that it was programming. I understood that it was brainwashing. I understood that we have gone through psychic trauma because of our physical attributes being treated as if there's something wrong with it. And so when when something triggers you, some normal thing someone says or does brings up a feeling of anxiety or, you know, uncomfortableness or even offense, don't look at that other person as if they meant to insult you or say something. Look at yourself and say, why is this a trigger for me? What am I believing about myself that is untrue that this remark is making me feel? Because it's always ourselves. It's never what the other person's doing. It's what we think, what we tell ourselves about what the other person said that makes us upset, especially if their intention was not to insult us or not to make us feel bad or not to recall a hurtful memory or a moment or time in our lives. It, it just, you know, they're just, they're just talking. But we're putting meaning to what they say because of our experience. So this is, this is why we have, to, we have to examine our experiences and reprogram ourselves so that we're not still responding to things because they remind us of some unhealed hurt that we're still carrying. And part of the uh, healing, Naima, is journaling. You have to get that out of you. It needs to get out of your paper, out of you. And I'm not talking about putting notes on your cell phone or your computer. I'm talking about taking pen and paper. With these fingers right here, there is a synchronicity. There is magic that you cannot get from a computer. And it has to come from pen and paper. So you journal. Go to mind to your hand, from your heart to your hand. And, yes. you, and you will have a different kind of experience. Right now I want you to have this experience because it's time to go to our next break. If you go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, and you scroll down, uh, you can see today's show, How to Transfer the Triggers in Your Life. But scroll down to just past the purple sign and just past uh, Marsha Noble, the jazz pacemaker, who had a wonderful event just this past weekend. Did I pass it? I hope I didn't. Um, Nope, there it is right there where it says one click away. That's what I want you to do is click on that and share it with someone, a comment about the work that we do here on the Higher Learning Network. And after you do that, give yourselves a pat on the back. 
for the good work that you do by sharing the good work. As I leave you with more of the good work that we do and how you can become a part of it here on The Female Solution. And we'll be right back in just a moment. Meditate to activate. That's what it's all about. Thank you for those donations coming in for the homeless. We appreciate them. And that's one of the T-shirts that you can get when you make a donation of $25 or more right here at Tax Deductible on the Higher Learning Network. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out, and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456, and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Thank you for joining us back here on The Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesday the 6th. Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 and 24-7 on our YouTube channel, Higher Learning TV Show. Stop trying to sing, Zelda. You know you can't sing. Anywho, uh, I just want to share this with you. If you would please go, uh, thank you for going to uh, my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, and go down to the word where it says click, one click here. This is what you will see, the Higher Learning Network uh, under great nonprofits. 
so if you would be so kind to go there and scroll down the page and you'll see uh, exactly what we do. Well, you already know the uh, Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, and now we're teaching podcasting to the students as well, uh, for students and adults, and you will see uh, the comments there, and we would appreciate your comments. So thank you very much in advance. We appreciate that as we continue with the show on how we can transfer, uh, transform some of these, these uh, traitors that we're having. I'm not, I haven't chopped cotton in 50-something years, so why am I still being triggered by it? That, that, was a, that was a very, that was a very traumatic, traumatic experience. experience. I had the feelings of abandonment because I was sent south to live with an aunt. My brother was in Vietnam. They had to bring him home because my mom had, and his wife had just graduated with her uh, master's in teaching. She didn't want children. She wanted her family unit. She didn't want six, six, seven kids to take care of. So I don't blame her for that. I understand that. I didn't at the time, but I understand it now. So I got all this trauma and drama going on in my head. I'm a little abandoned black baby. Don't nobody want me. I'm going down south to live to live with people who don't know me. This is my mom's sister who I never met until now, and she's passed, so I got to live with an aunt who has three boys, and you wonder why I'm a tomboy, and I put you in a headlock and, and, and climb a tree because that's what I was taught. I never had dolls. I don't know anything about that, but, baby, I can put you in a headlock. Uh, yeah, I, I can do that. But, you know, I know that's not ladylike and all that, but that's from the trauma that I received. So that's what I learned, and and so now y'all know why I beat on my husband. I don't really beat him. I just talk trash. I don't really beat him. I don't. I don't put my hands on him. You know. We, you know how we do. But that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make light of it, but sometimes you have to laugh in order to keep from crying. Because I know some of y'all got the same issues in your tissues. That I had in mind too, so we all yeah. in this together. So don't yeah. ever think you're alone. And I, you let us know what city, state, or country you're calling from, and what's your trigger. Type in your trigger. Don't have to be yours. Just type in a trigger, and we'll talk about it. Yes, yeah. yeah. you know <laughs> uh, the word trauma, and, and we've defined it in our book, psychic trauma. Yes. Uh, from earlier, a trauma is a severe emotional shock having a deep, often lasting effect on the personality. And when you think of how a death of a person can affect you profoundly, such as the death of a parent, I mean, that changes your whole life. It changes your sense of identity. You know, the death of a sibling, you know, all the things that surround that, your, your feelings of, of sadness, perhaps even guilt, you know, if there's any way that you think you might have caused it, you know, even the death of a pet, you know, uh, a, a trusted animal companion, it can have an impact on you, especially in childhood when we haven't been taught how to how to process grief, how to understand the transitions of life or any of that. And often people will not talk to children uh, about someone passing, so they just kind of let you handle it however you got to handle it, and you're shuffled around, your whole life is uprooted, nobody asks you how you feel about it. So it's all of those things that you feel as a child that nobody talks to you about, and, you know, it wasn't until recently that they would even think to send school counselors to the school if a tragedy happened, you know, whether it's a national tragedy, uh, such as what was that, that, that uh, space show that it blew up in the air? 
and and children were watching that, you know, and it was traumatizing because you realize we're watching people die. That was traumatizing, and so they thought to send counsel to the school to talk to the children. Before that time, you know, most of the time they just let children hear about death and and, and destruction and didn't say anything, and and children are are living in fear and they're stressed and all that. Nobody thought, oh, we need to counsel them. They need therapy. They are traumatized. So now recently, because we've had awful things such as school shootings and everything, people realize children are living day-to-day with trauma. They're hearing the news, and parents don't think, I probably shouldn't let my three-year-olds sit here and watch people being blown up on the TV. You know, they don't think of that. They sit there and they're entertained by awful things, by violence. They let their children see it. It's traumatizing, and we're not realizing it. And let real-life violence happen to somebody they know, of course, that's traumatizing. A death of somebody. And don't ever tell your child, oh, well, Grandma's just sleeping. And your child's seeing them put a ca- put, put the, the top of the casket over her face, and they're thinking, why? But can't, grandma can't breathe. I mean, so we have to learn how to help children deal with the traumas of life, the traumas of, of the transition from this physical life, and how to help them through the grief process. We often don't do that, and so that's why it becomes a trauma that affects us. And so the fact that your cotton-picking experience your, your, and, and the whole sharecropping environment where you were sent is connected to the trauma of your mother's passing, the feelings of abandonment. It's connected to all of that. So even a cotton ball could trigger all of that memory that's connected. And the cotton ball did. When I went to Dollar Tree and saw the little balls of cotton for a dollar, I was like, oh, my God. It's like I panicked when I saw it. I was like, no, no, they are not selling cotton for a damn dollar in Dollar Tree. Yes, they are. So you oh, need yeah. to get over it. Uh, 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 and getting over it, 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 it was my process of talking about it and writing about it. And you just can't tell this to anybody unless you're walking down the street and you're just talking to people and they think you're crazy. But that's okay, too, because you need to get it out of you. So that's important. So I journaled about it. I write about I write something every day. That's part of my morning meditation. And you got to talk about it because you need to examine why you still feel the way that you feel. I now realize I feel the way that I feel because that was how I felt at the time and I didn't have any power over that situation. But I have power in my mind right now to dissolve that and understand that was something that took place then. And in the words of Layla Hathaway, that was then, this is now. I don't have to carry that with me. Uh, the rest of my life. But I pulled your book up here, Naima, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. This is the book that's available on uh, Amazon. And did I see a price of $103? Well, you know, just go to my website and order it because Amazon is taking advantage of the the, uh, temporary... time when the book was we were, we were just about sold out everywhere after my husband passed away. But you can get it at the regular price right on my website, uh, com. That's com. Just go to the book page and place your order. And we are also making available uh, the audio book form as well as the Kindle version. And, you know, we, we are going to 
to be going on a book tour next year hey. to really deal with the traumas that we still have. This this racial thing in our society, we have got to resolve that. And I, I agree with what Trevor Noah said, you know, in South Africa, when they got rid of apartheid, they, they had a, a, it was a Truth and Reconciliation Council where they they had people, you know, talk openly about what they had done, you know, the harsh things that were done, uh, admitting them, the people who had suffered it, being able to express their, their upset, their anxiety about it. And you have to begin the healing process. We have not done that in this country. And so there is still a lot of anxiety, a lot of anger, a lot of hurt, a lot of fear when it comes to racial relationships. And we have got to get a point of normalcy where we can coexist and not, and as African Americans, not the recent immigrants who may have experienced colonialism but did not experience the disruption of their family lineage, the African Americans, those born here and who've been here for generations, are still carrying the trauma of every single era of abuse that we experienced here from the law being created that kept us as a permanent underclass to the housing laws, the educational laws, and the social systems, all those things that were designed to make us feel like we were less than worthy of human respect. And all of us have memories of childhood experiences where we were made to feel bad connected to our racial identity, and we're still carrying the trauma from that. And there are so many whites who are experiencing fear because if they lived through the riots of the 60s and the times when we exploded and rage, they know that that rage is just under the surface. And so they're always believing we need to be controlled by a strong police force because we're to be violent, and we're criminals. So they've been fed that program. So you, you have two groups of people coming against each other, pretty much like the Israelis and the Palestinians, believing in some places that these are permanent enemies. There are no permanent enemies. They're permanent interests, but certainly all of us, our interest is basically to just to, to live and be at peace be able to enjoy our families and, and enjoy the place where we live and send our children to school so they can learn things that will help them develop into the wonderful people they, they were meant to be. All of us want the same thing. So we have to undo the programming that makes us fear each other and hate each other. And we're all traumatized until we do that. Yeah. So you and have people that are coming into the country now, the recent immigrants, and what happens is they end up being infected by the programming. They didn't, and their ancestors weren't part of the slave history, but if they're, if they're white, even coming from Eastern Europe, which in Eastern Europeans weren't involved in that at all. No. But they come here to America and they learn racism. They learn fear. They learn hatred. Because it's part of the programming and the mass media that keeps playing these images of black people as fearful and dangerous and violent and criminal. So they look into fear. And when they get into positions of authority anywhere, whether it be the police or 
or in, in, the, in the hospital or, or the clerk in a, in a bank, anything. The attitude is, is, is often very disrespectful because of their programming. People aren't born racist. They're not born angry. They're not born mean. They learn that behavior. So we have to stop teaching it. And with black people, what we continue to reinforce is an idea of helpless victim, angry that other people are somehow, we're believing, given uh, opportunities that we're not given. Yes, there is racism, but right now we are in such a position of power, and often we're not using that power because of our programming that our success depends on other people approving of us. And we talk about that in the book, Psyche Trauma. Believing at this stage in our lives that our success is dependent on being approved of by white people. That is incorrect. No one owns this world except the creator of this world. And when we stop thinking that we have to be socially accepted, then we don't do ignorant things like, you know, chemicalize our hair until we end up uh, having it fall out and affect our brain cells. And, of course, we did a show on that with the hair situation. You know, all of these things that we're doing out of fear that we won't be accepted by a group of people that we're, we've been programmed to believe have power over us, that has to be undone because it, it, we're still carrying the trauma of the time when people wouldn't let you into a job unless you had your hair straightened or wouldn't, wouldn't allow you certain basic public dignity if you, if you weren't certain state of light or skin. All of these things, just like my friend was triggered when I described her dark skin. So we're still carrying a lot of that, but we have the power to erase it, and that's what we have to do. Face it, erase it, and replace it. Oh, love it. Face it, replace it. Say that again. Face it, erase it, and replace it. Face it, replace it, and erase it. I love it. Face it, erase it, and replace it. And how do you face it? I face it with a journal. How do you face it? I probably uh, do what I would consider maybe a... a, uh, a verbal journal. I talk to myself. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. See, because people think when they they talk to themselves, they're crazy. I don't. I'm, I totally disagree with that. I think you are the. You have all the answers. You were born with them, but they beat it out of us with programming, radio, TV. Not this radio and TV show, but radio, TV, your appliances, all of that. It beat beat you until you start believing the nonsense. Uh, let us, oh, we've got some comments here before we take our next break. And it says, Queen Danae, is that Danae or Danae? Trauma and Drama. I think you just gave me a new song title. All right, girlfriend, well, you got to come here on the Female Solution and sing it. That's right. I love it. Trauma and drama, because you know we got trauma and drama in our communities all day, every day. All you have to do is just ride down the street with a box of popcorn, because, baby, it's just like being at the movies. We got so much drama, and, 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 you know, we tell each other we're crazy for talking to each other. No, you're not. You need to get it out of you. 
You're not crazy for talking to yourself. You need to get it out. She says, I'm watching from Houston, Texas. Thank you, sis, Queen Danae. Is that Danae or Danae? I, I, I asked that question because when I was a producer at Smooth Jazz, uh, WNUA 95.5, there was a lady by the name of Danae Alexander. So I'm wondering, is your name Danae or Danae? So type that in there. I don't remember. That was so long ago. <laughs> I don't even remember. But I just thought about that when I when I saw that. Now, the queen also says one of my triggers is being ignored when I'm trying to communicate. Oh, really now? All right, Naima, break it down. I see where that comes from. Because yeah. how many times have we been ignored in childhood when you're trying to say something and your opinion doesn't matter or you're told to shut up? Yes. How often are we told to shut up? And... When you are a child and you are trying to say something and you're slapped or or, or, or or reprimanded just for expressing an opinion, which may disagree with what the adults think, but you're a human being. You have a right to speak. But what's worse even than that is when people just act like you're not even there. You don't matter. And you're ignored. And we talked about this a little bit uh, last week when we talked about, you know, your children needing uh, therapy. When children throw a tantrum, that is an expression of frustration and not being able to be heard, not being able to be understood. You know, people not not recognizing them. And so the, it's, a, it's a burst of just an explosion of frustration. But people would look at a child throwing a tip and say, oh, they're so spoiled. They right, exactly. The way you let them do that, and they're not, they're not understanding. That is the explosion, just like the Watts riot. That was our, that was our tangent. We exploded. Yep. You're not killing us. You're starving us. You're treating us like, like animals, worse than animals. You're, 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 you're brutalizing us, not letting us have basic dignity and, and, and food to eat and clothes. We're the place to stay. And we got all this wealth around us. You're throwing our face on the TV. Says, but you're not. You're saying we can't have access to any of it. We exploded, and so you got the riot. And every time we get to that point of frustration where we're not being heard, we explode. What happened after? After the George Floyd, thing, you know, all of the the, the the police brutality situations. You're not listening to us. We're saying that you see the police as these heroes. We're experiencing them as these deadly killers. And, and we're afraid to even drive our cars. We might get stopped and shot for trying to reach for a driver's license, and it keeps happening and happening and happening. You're not listening. So we exploded. So when people explode, it's because of not being heard. You're not listening to me. And, and so, yes, it's a, very, it's a very strong trigger for a lot of people because we've experienced being ignored. So how do you handle that? you got to be able to speak. And... Get people to listen without you using, without you losing control of yourself. And self mastery is one of the things we're all striving to learn. Yes, ma'am. Life experience. It's a very challenging thing to learn, but you must master your emotions so that you are not triggered into behaving as, as your worst self, which is violent angry, destructive, and being able to 
get people to listen, whether it's calling a meeting with people. Sometimes you do it in your family. You know, you got to have a Hello. family meeting, a meeting Hello. with your parents, meeting with your children, meeting with your siblings, and be able to set an example of how to talk about things. Now, my way of doing it, I'm a writer, so sometimes when I get overwhelmed and I can't speak and I know I'm going to be so angry, I'll start crying because when I start crying, that means that, you know,
to make sure we keep the peace. So we're not calling outside people. We create respectful relationships so that we can trust each other and not have to fear calling in an outside force that might might be might brutalize us because of their fear, because they've been programmed to, to react in fear. We can form food co-ops where we're sharing our food and, and cooperatively buying so that we don't have to fear being taken advantage of by grocery stores that buy it, that, that, that sell us uh, old spoiled food or don't have enough fruits and vegetables, or, you know, those kinds of things. I mean, there are many different, we can grow our own food. We're going to be talking about food cooperatives. And pandemic farms coming up after the break. Our pandemic farms operation so that people can be empowered to grow their own food. So you don't have to depend on people making you fear that you could be starved or denied food if anything happens if the banks collapse and all that. So now is the time for us to create systems that put the power in the hands of the people so that we don't have to be frustrated when we're ignored. Mm-hmm. Because we've been ignored for a long time. Long, long so long. that's the sign it's time to take control of our own lives, our own resources, our own well-being, our own health, our own wellness. It's our responsibility. We have to take back our power and never give it away again. Because we're in control and we have to to remind ourselves of that. And one of the ways to do that is to get quiet and go within because that's where the answers are. The answer's not here. It's not on the TV. It's on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network. All right. <laughs> so we're going to take our last break here. Hope you're enjoying the show. Enjoy and share this with someone because somebody somewhere is going through the same thing. I'm trying to dodge the sun here. I'm loving the sun, but you can't see me. So <laughs> uh, I've got to get up and close it and turn the heat off. Or now I'm sweating bricks in here. But before we go to break, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to share this with you. For those who have been watching the show, you know the work that we do. And if you'd like to make a donation uh, to higherlearningnetwork.org, it's available. All you have to do is tax, tax-free. I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide 
to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, Go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. Radio.com, the Female Solution, and the Higher Learning Network TV show. What are your triggers? Well, that's what we need to know. But before we do, I just got a text from Khalid Scott, our um, quarterly guest on the show, mental um, health physician, a clinician. He just sent me a text. I've lost another friend, five total this year. Uh, his name is Quan Jackson. African-American who has survived stage 3 male carcinoma, breast cancer, and stomach cancer. And he is no longer with us. He committed suicide. And I was like, wow, another brother? And and then he he shows me a picture. I know you all can't see it. I'll post it. He's um, doing his daughter's hair. I mean, just I know you can't see that, but I just. Oh, yeah. 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 Another man gone. We can't lose any more men. See, we got to talk about this. We do. We got to get it out. You can't hold that in because that's what's causing suicide. You you do damage to yourself. You don't really want to do damage to yourself. You just want to get rid of the pain, and you can't get rid of the pain until you have the experience of being uncomfortable. And sometimes being uncomfortable can help you get where you need to be because being comfortable is sometimes not the best way to be. It is in the uncomfortableness that you'll have a different kind of experience and you may be able to see see things differently, especially if you're writing them down. Denise Jones, author of Who Said It Couldn't Be Done? My girl, 
who had a play, made a play out of the book, okay? And it was at the Desire right. Museum. Thank you so much, uh, Denise. She's working on another project, too, so I'll keep you posted on that. Thank you for for sharing that. If you'd like to share your comments, you can call in at 515-605-9325, press 1 to speak, and tell us what your um, what your trigger is. Uh, we only got about 20 minutes. Yeah, before we, yeah, before we go to the phone, just, just okay. real quick, uh, okay. um, let me just have some comfort. You know, sometimes things can be done to you subliminally and you don't even realize. Yes, say um, that. Because now I noticed, well, this is what happened
You are live on the Female Solution. What's your name and where you're calling from? And what is your trigger, if you'd like to share that? Grand Rising, ladies. Um, this is Viata in Orlando, Florida. Hello, my sister. You know, as a so-called black woman, my trigger uh, as a young woman was always being called high yellow. Uh-huh. In my, in my elementary school, Casper, the friendly ghost, you remember that cartoon. Oh, so, yeah. Um, I had more hostility from black women, dark-skinned women in my childhood, dark-skinned girls. I won't call them women. They were girls. So what that, that did for me was I was sensitive to the energy of dark-skinned girls and women as I grew up because I would be triggered by their the hostility that would come from these dark-skinned faces many times. So I, my friends were mostly, uh, you know, growing up in High Park, which is a very diverse racial uh, community, most of my friends were mulattoes or mixed, or mixed heritage. They were light-skinned. So I, I felt safe among my lighter-skinned uh, so-called black women or white women. But I didn't get into that hostility, especially in Hyde Park where there was a high level of education among the children and the parents. So as I grew up, I realized that I kind of stayed away from dark-skinned women. Because it was the women more than the men. The men would tease me maybe about the Casper, but the the black dark skinned women, high yellow, you high yellow burial, you that the, the colorism I think it's called uh, these days. So so now I'm just very in tune with energy of women, period, and men. And that energy because I remember the energy of those women more than anything. How. It was like, ooh, you yellow, high yellow, or that. So now I'm just in tune with that, and I might try and, you know, stir up a conversation with women like that or just ignore them because if there's not a willingness to have a conversation or to be friends or any of that, um, it was like a time of learning for me all my life, really, about energy because I would feel, you know, that's what the trigger is, you feel something from your past that made you feel uncomfortable and made you resist that that in that person or that energy. So I want to encourage my sisters to check themselves in that area if they still thinking high yellow girls are better than me or white girls are better than me. That's where I think a lot of the triggers for uh, my sisters is, is going back to uh, slavery or, you know, your book, the trauma for slavery is looking at the color of your sisters. We're not talking about white folks. We're just talking about the color, different colors in the black community. And then if we can heal that, we're really going to be doing something. So that, I just had to share that because my experience was just so different from some women. But we're all different anyway. Anyway, I hope yeah. that helps my sisters to be more aware of the triggers that they have when they're in the company of either white or light skin or whatever, we got to transform that and, and appreciate the diversity that we have. Yes, we do. Thank you so much for calling and sharing it, cause, uh, Viata, because I know you're not the only one. You know, there are some things that we just don't talk about, and that's one of them, classism, colorism, 
sexism, all the isms. So thank you so much for calling and sharing that. Because, you know, the world will beat us down enough. We don't have to beat each other down. Our our mission is to uplift, and that's what we do here on the Female Solution. We've been pitted against each other on purpose. And just like my friend who was upset, this thing called dark skin, she remembered how the lighter-skinned girls in school would always be treated well and and teachers, and uh, you know, treated them nice and was kind of mean to the little dark girls. So... We've been pitted against each other, even sometimes with men. Mm-hmm. Well, you get you a light-skinned girl, and mm-hmm. making a dark-skinned girl feel ugly and all that. So we have been pitted against each other on purpose. We have to undo that social engineering and create a sisterhood that is absence of tolerance. And that's a challenge, but we have to do that. And we have to start right where? Right here, at home. Right here. I'm going to leave your line open, Viata, as we take another call. 312-632-9644. You are live on The Female Solution. What's your name? Where are you calling from? And what is your trigger? Your your mic is open. Unmute yourself. Okay. We will go to the next caller, which is seven. Oops, I'm sorry. I just disconnected. I apologize. Uh, three one two eight eight two. You're live on the Female Solution. What's your name? Where you're calling from? And what's your trigger? Where are y'all from? Grand Rising and Assalamu alaikum to you, beloved sister uh, Daniela T and uh, Sister Zelda Plump. Uh, Grand Zelda Rising. Robinson. What's your What's your trigger, yeah. Minister Plump? Yes, this is uh, Minister Trump from Chicago, Illinois. My trigger, thank you very much for asking, too. My trigger is uh, numbers don't lie. People lie. Uh, and uh, that triggers me is the lie that people tell. Uh, say, for an example, uh, you know, uh, that people tell the, uh, uh, told the biggest lie in the world to me uh, Jesus said you should know the truth and the truth should set you free. And uh, as a result, uh, Jesus Christ uh, is a black man. He is not a, a Caucasian. And that's one of the biggest lies in the world that have triggered me. So uh, as a result, uh, we are promoting peace, which is plump. Peace, love, unity, marketing, people. And I remember Mayor Washington said we must plump the whole Minister, community. Yes. Uh, Minister yes, Plum, I have a question for you. So how do you react? What do you do when you, when you are triggered by that those words? When, when you see the pictures and all that, the Caucasian pictures in our churches, how do, how do, how do you respond? Do you say something to the, the pastor or just, you know, do you not go to that church if they got a Caucasian face? What do you, what do you do? Well, thank you very much for asking. First, I learned to be cool and don't be no fool. Uh, You know, to be uh, uh, cool is to be relaxed. And I've learned that the most successful people is people that are relaxed, no matter if they're black, white, red, brown, or yellow. And that's all, you know, four things. We need to know what the technique is, uh, Reverend uh, Minister Plump. What technique do you use? What do you do to bring yourself out of that alarm state when you're triggered? What do you do? Well, I uh, take a a deep breath, first of all, and then I relax. 
I relaxed because uh, I self-determined that information, and I thank God for the female solution because you all got information. And the information is the key to success, uh, breeds success. And uh, education is the best. Not only, you know, information that comes through you all, and I really would like to do uh, a collaboration with you, Sister Zelda, and Sister okay. Naeem, as well as the female solution. On that, we will work on we, to... we got a couple of calls we got to take you know, before we go. You mentioned about that trigger, because that's, that's a common thing, uh, especially because racial images have been used to get us to acquiesce to being mistreated. Yes. And so... That still is a very sensitive thing for the church community today. Mm-hmm. And we got to resolve that, uh, particularly because when, when religion is weaponized in the way it has been, then the teachings of the man we know as Jesus never come to the surface when those teachings were meant to heal the conflict in the human family. But it does not have that effect because the images have been misused to justify this class system based on color. And too many of us have agreed to it, which is why we're guilty of the colorism that Beata mentioned and that I've observed happen. And we have to heal that. We have to, first of all, be historically correct, but then understand that what the real message was about our soul and learning how to love. That is that is the underlying message. That is the message that will heal. That is the message that all spiritual teachings have if we would simply follow them. Sakim, am I pronouncing that right? Sakim Goddesses. What's up, Queens? Grand Rising. Grand Rising to you, too, my goddess. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here on The Female Solution. We've only got about four minutes left because the uh, show ends. There is no after show today. I've got an appointment, and unfortunately I won't be able to stay. Go ahead, Naima. Yes, I think we have, did, did we have another one? Um, um, oh, that's right, I think they stepped away from their phone. Yeah, they they uh, stepped away, and I guess maybe they're not coming. Anyway, we need to wrap us, 854, yes. we got three minutes. Uh, if, you've, if you've got anything that you would like to put in the uh, comment section about what tra- what triggers you, maybe we can help you with that uh, quickly before we leave. We've got about three minutes here. Yes. If you're not watching, go to go to go to Zelda Speaks. We also share some of the Female Solution Facebook page, and you can go to uh, Higher Learning, the Higher Learning TV show on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, all those platforms, and we're always going to be on multiple platforms because we, you know, there's some people who don't do Facebook, some people who don't do, you know, this one or that one. But we always want to make sure that you can see and hear us on multiple platforms and share it with all of your networks because. We now have the power to overpower the other networks that have been programming us for decades and making us centuries near each other. Centuries. Centuries. This thought, this this thought that some people are better than others or more worthy than others. This programming, this mistreatment of groups of people based on where they come from or how they look or what language they speak or what their religion is. We've been allowing this for too long. 
So now we have within our hands the power to deprogram and reprogram, to put forth truth and empower that sets us free, like Minister Blunt said. Because we waking up. Thank you, Minister Blunt. Wake so us up. We have to bring that truth to the human family. We are one. We are all the same important. No one is better than anyone else. No one is more valuable than anyone else. We are all expressions of the one creator. And all of us play a role on this earth, and so all of us are of equal importance. We have to know that about ourselves, and we have to treat ourselves and others if we know this, because this isn't the truth that all of the great wisdom teachers and spiritual masters have brought to us over a millennium. We just have to hear it and live it. That's our challenge. That's our task. That's our reason for being. And that's why we're here every day of the week on the Female Solution to share our knowledge, wisdom, and understanding so that you may share yours as well and also shine your light. So be sure and join us tomorrow morning with Jody Susan of Susan Essentials, who uh, will be have a show on self sale care. It's all about self sale care. Uh, so Kim Goddard says, "Yes, Lord, one love, and that's what we need, one love, baby. That's why I'm trying to get to Jamaica so I can get me some one love." <laughs> and that is the love of nature. I have a husband. Let's keep it. Let's keep it straight now. I have a husband. What I'm going to get is some hot sun and some nature. Cause we don't have that here, and that's just been my place to go to Jamaica. So I want to be in nature with the trees and the beach and the sand and the, all that hot, humid. That's what I want to be. Anyway, last but not least, uh, thank you so much for joining us here, Transforming Triggers Part 2. Uh, be sure and go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, so that you can scroll down. And it's about maybe three, four uh, down, and where it says help one click away, I need you to click on that to the great nonprofits so that we can become a part of the great nonprofits who are doing the work. So that's all we need to do is go there and click and say something good about the work that we do at the Higher Learning Network. So that's it. I want to thank you for being a part of this show today and for sharing this video because this show because somebody somewhere needs to hear that because we all got triggered. It's just a matter of time. See you tomorrow morning. We'll do it all over again. And right now we'll say goodbye in all of the language. For what? come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say 
thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujum, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you, and the mercy of God, and God's blessings. Tomorrow morning, 7 until 9 a.m., right here on The Female Solution. Thank you for watching and thank you for sharing. Tune in to Jody Susan of Susan's Essentials Self Sale Care, right here on The Female Solution. <laughs> I'm trying to get this video to play, and it is taking its last time. It does that never want to play. Why y'all don't want to play the female solution? What's up with that? Uh, don't you don't you hear me talking to you? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was playing. I, I think I think your your computer wasn't showing. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. It's showing it right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well. There we go. Mike is muted while the video plays. It just you know sometimes I clean the computer off. Doctor Green. And Fridays, health and well-being with. With Viata. Okay. Okay, well, as the children say, it's been one. It's playing on the screen good enough. Thanks for watching. See you in the morning. We'll do it all over again. Because that's what we do on the female solution. I know I sound like Audrey Hepburn, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear my Audrey Hepburn, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm out about that. That's all, folks. Thanks.